Hello and welcome to another episode of But Have You Heard About Conspiracy Theory Edition? Dun dun dun! I am your host, Courtney. As always, I am joined by Matt. Yo! So today, we have a doozy. Are you ready for this? Because it's one conspiracy and then five theories. Ooh, so it's like, uh, what was it? Um, Denver Airport. Yes, but no. Okay. Are they so, all, they're all like radically different. Yes, but they all kind of point to the same thing, mm. which maybe at the end you decide that you also believe in this conspiracy theory. We'll see. All right. Probably not, but we'll see. The theory is the world ended in 2012. Okay, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> There's a lot of possibilities that go with this, but I'm going to go off some theories. And the first one I'm going to go off is the one that I'm like the least excited about because it's science and I don't understand science. science. I don't understand science. On the 21st of December 2012, which is also the day of the Mayan calendar, right. everyone, we'll talk about that Everyone later. remembers that, yeah. The galactic alignment that would create a combined gravitational effect between the sun and supermassive black hole, Sagittarius A, occurred. But it wasn't really as strong as it should have been. Anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah, it was anticlimactic. Nothing crazy happened, so... It was like uh, just a fun day, I guess. Just a fun day in the neighborhood. Nothing crazy happened that day. All right. That's a meh theory. I mean, there's more to it, but I'm not a, like, astro. I looked into person. this slightly when, you know, back when it was more prevalent, you know, yeah. like... 2012. 2012. <laughs> so, like, gotcha. so this is theory one. Theory right. one is that there was an astronomical thing that happened, and that's why the world technically ended. Right. But the whole ending of the world doesn't mean that, you know, we cease to exist. And that's where theory two comes in. Okay. Or, Plays more on. So, CERN, C-E-R-N, which is the European Organization for Nuclear Research, discovered the Higgs bosom, or the God particle, on July 4th, 2012. A possible black hole was created. Higgs boson? Yes. Okay. I mean, even Stephen Hawking predicted it could destroy the universe, possibly cause the universe to, quote-unquote, undergo a catastrophic vacuum decay. So, Cool. One of the theories, or one of the questions that comes with this, if the universe was destroyed, would we really even know? Right. And also, there are other theories about CERN itself, and we'll go into those later. So this is a great starting point for some of these theories, because there's a lot of things that come out of this. Right. Also, if CERN did destroy our universe, maybe we went to a parallel one that was almost identical. Uh, yeah, that, that theory is part of a Green Lantern story. <laughs> yeah, and it makes... Some sense the whole multi-universe theory has been around since like 380, and or like a universal reboot. Yeah, Same, where like once the universe explodes, it creates a new universe. Yeah, it's always been an ongoing theory. Yeah, yeah, and like there's a whole bunch of people that go that kind of buy into that, where that something happened with the discovery of the God particle or the Higgs bosom, because as Stephen Hawking put it, to go farther than that mm. in physics. Is going to cause destruction in some ma- some like fashion because it's man-made almost. Mm-hmm. So to go farther in science and physics, at least for discovery, it's like quantum bullshit, basically. Yes. Also, stuff that is beyond almost beyond comprehension. Also, there was a viral thread on 4chan. I know it's 4chan. I don't really take it. I don't. I take it with like a a grain of like chapstick. I don't know. <laughs> Again, viral thread on 4chan of all places from someone claiming to be one of the 23 scientists that claimed the planet was destroyed through the Higgs bosom. Just the planet or the whole universe? I'm sorry. The universe was destroyed and they created these Mandela effects and we're in a simulated world. Like the Matrix? 
Yeah. I, I know you haven't seen The Matrix, but you know what The Matrix is. Yes. Right? Oh, no, wait. I think I watched the first one once with you. I don't remember. It is, it's fine. But anyways, Doesn't matter. one of the ways that they talked about it is that it'd be kind of like making a Russian doll effect mm-hmm. of simulations and simulations, mm-hmm. which also leads to... Like the, the Inception? Yes. But also leads <laughs> to like the Buddhist ideology that mm-hmm. like the turtle on top of turtle and mm-hmm. that the, mm-hmm. the earth is just a turtle. We're just a, a blip on top of another universe, which is a blip on top of another universe. We're the flea on the back of a cat on top of a giant horse, which is on top of a turtle. Yeah. That type of crap. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, that makes kind of sense because since 2012, on like a personal level, you could think about has the world felt different? Mm. I mean, if you went back to 2012, you like beginning of the year 2012, you. I don't remember. I mean, we had only lived here for like a year and a half. But if you told 2012, you Donald Trump was going to become president in 2016. I'd be like, you're crazy. (laughs) And we were going to have a pandemic in 2020. Right. Would you have believed yourself? Probably not. Like, the way that social media has taken over lives, I could have seen that forecasting in 2012, but not to the depth that it is now. Well, I mean, not to divert the talking point here, but, like, the pandemic thing, like, people have been, I wouldn't say fear-mongering, but have been saying something's going to happen, yeah. and it's only a matter of time. So I think so, that is also kind of predictable. But I don't think to the breadth that it is now. Sure. Because um, even when we had... You know, Ebola, people mm. freak the hell out about Ebola. People, people freaked out more about Ebola than they did Corona, in my opinion. Right. And I think it's it weird. also has to do with leadership and how it was presented. You know what I'm true, saying? True, true. Yeah. So that's a, I mean, that's another story. So that is theory two. It's a fun one. Are you ready to go on to theory three? Okay. Did they get more insane? I mean, the other two are at least are science-based. <laughs> this is the insane one that I feel like you're going to enjoy. Okay. So... There was a reality rearranging event that occurred in 2012. And this was predicted by ethnobotanist and mystic Terence McKenna. Have you heard about the time wave zero formula? I'm trying not to laugh. No. What is this like Avengers bullshit? What is no. this? No. So it's a pseudoscientific idea. Pseudoscientific meaning that it's while not it, real. It's not it follows scientific, but you can't prove it with a scientific method. Right. <laughs> Basically they use sciencey terms. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it purports to predict the ebb and flow of novelty in the universe as an inherent quality of time. Proposing time is not a constant, but it can be perpetuous or progressive. Time is a construct. Anyways, notable events in history could be identified that would help locate an end date on a wave. So you have these waves that apparently are happening. Time waves? Yeah. And by looking at them and what's what's you know happened and how... Those waves go, like, if you think about, like, a ripple on a pond mm-hmm. and how it gets, you know, slower out or, like, it's quicker in the middle, we're apparently going toward the middle, so those waves are getting quicker. Mm-hmm. And there's obviously an end point where the rock hits. You right. know what I'm saying? So, he's looking for that wave or whatever, and using human history, population growth, peak oil, and pollution statistics, he pointed to an end date that would occur around November of 2012. And the wave to this point started with the atomic bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Okay. So that would make, I mean, as a notable historical event, that's a huge event. I mean, we, as humans, like, I guess it's probably more of a documentation problem. We've probably been doing some really weird shit for a long time. But because we're so good at keeping track of it now, it seems like it's piling up. It's probably just a perspective thing, but still. Um, before the Industrial Revolution, everything was so slow. And also even the production of cotton before the cotton gen um, was incredibly slow, or the production of 
clothes. Right. So once you have a cotton gin and you're and you're able to have cloth more readily available, I mean, granted, it was at the hands of slave labor, and that's a horrible thing, but you have just mass production of things. Mm. Until you have that... Industrial age. Yeah, the industrial age has just continued to make those waves quicker. So when we find bigger things... So having, you know, atomic bomb is a pretty fucking huge big deal yeah. compared to, I don't know... I mean, like, I don't know what he was using because he said he used human population or pollution, population, and other statistics about, like, ingenuity mm-hmm. that I just don't know how else you would find these dates and to come up with a number of, like, 67 point something years from that way to the end. And he also, he passed away way before, like, I think he passed away in 2000. Mm-hmm. So he didn't even get to stay around to see if, you know, this reality rearranging event occurred in November of 2012. And... If you happen to want to believe it, you can say that the election, Obama's second term was in 2012 in November. And if you hated Obama, maybe you thought this was a reality rearranging event. And who ran against him <laughs> in 2012? Romney. His binder's full of women. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I'm there. I got this. I know who loses. But anyways, that is theory three. These little nuts, right? Uh, he's a time surfer. Yeah. Surfing the waves, bro. All right, theory four is not very long, and I think it's a little bit more plausible when we think of the end of the world Mm. without necessarily, or like the end of our universe without necessarily being like a physical end, but we've reached the end of history, and it's more of a philosophical idea. Philosophers have talked about it, whether it's Hegel, Marx, and Francis Fukuyama, and while events are still happening, obviously, humanity has reached the end of a sociocultural evolution. So in 2012... We just kind of ended when it comes to like huge events. But I also don't agree with that. Like this is, this is the one I can't, like I buy into, but I also don't buy into because I'm like, but we're going to go to Mars. <laughs> I, 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 I feel it, man. We're going to Mars. Yeah. I feel like that would be a, a historical event that would technically qualify. A man on Mars. Or even like a population living on Mars. A civilization. Yeah. yeah, civilization. And note that this has nothing to do with simulations. It's just that there's stagnation of human progress. Well, compared to what, though? You know? Well, there's, re- there's a lot of things that... Man has definitely pushed the boundaries on uh, reality. Um, but there's some things that are, like, bound by physics that you just can't overcome. And yet still we attempt to do it. Like, like our electricity needs have gone through the roof. Or, like, let's say computers in general. Computer speeds. They're still making shit faster. They've, like, surpassed the speed of electricity. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, like, where do you go from there? So, sure, there's things that you have a a hard cap on. You can't really harness anything beyond that unless you're getting into, like, sci-fi shit that, uh, I mean, I don't know how someone would conceptualize that type of stuff in reality. I don't know. Like, in science fiction, sure, yeah, whatever. But there are limits, and I think people are hitting those limits. As far as, like, technological advancements with what we have in reality. So, but you could probably say the same thing when people in, you know, 100 years ago. Oh. People were like, well, you know, well, this is the peak of humanity. And it's like, yeah, not, not yet. Yeah. So we're probably saying that now. And then 100 years from now, people 100 years from now are, like, just beyond our comprehension as far as scientific I would, advancements. I would say even 50 years from now but, at the rate we're going. But still. We're not slowing down. Like, the progress might seem slow comparing it to, like, massive, huge 
changes like the incorporation of electricity. Like electricity's inception, sure, huge. The inception telephone. of a, a communication device like the telephone, huge, telephone. or the telegraph in general. The Car. steam-powered stuff was huge. An automobile, mass productions, uh, a the, tel- the television. Just and these are just little things. Well, and so I didn't write this out because I feel like this is something that we can talk about on another episode in general. Like, we can also go through um, the Mandela effects, too, on their own. But apparently there was time travel with the government. And they could never go past 2012 Uh because that was the end of time. So they could time travel back forward, but they couldn't go past a certain date. And who said they had time travel? Just people? Crazy people. This whistleblower. Again, we'll talk about it. Okay. I know, right? <laughs> Look. I got the inside deets on time travel, bro. I just, time travel, I feel like it's a conspiracy theory, especially when it's coming from the government and that there's a whistleblower who apparently knows and we can't go. So 2012 was the year it ended because we can't go past 2012. I guess we can go backwards. I don't know. It's like I didn't well, know how that worked. Yeah. I mean, if time travel were real, which it's 100% not. There's literally no rules to how it would function, because everything that's science or uh, sci-fi, you know, everybody but, has their own. Everybody has their own theory on time this travel. Is science based. That 2012, there was a rearranging of events or whatever. So, in theory, if this time travel thing existed, wouldn't you wouldn't be able to go beyond before 2012? But what's to say you, that you couldn't go forward within this new? Un- well, he kicked out, and he started talking about this in 2014. And oh, saying my God. There. Shut the hell up. What, what if he's right? If he's right, then where's everybody else? They actually respected their position and didn't talk. I guess. I don't know, that seems crazy. All right. This time-altering fucking event or whatever, this was because of, the only way they could prove that this time-altering thing event occurred is because of this one rando said that they, they had time travel and they couldn't go beyond this point. It was basically this rando and his whistleblower possible possibilities only bolstered that theory. Multiple theories about 2012 being the end. Times. Gotcha. So, like Thanos just snapped his fingers and made a new universe or something in 2012. Is that what you're saying? No, because we didn't lose any populations or anything. It's just we may have merged into a parallel universe, or we went into a black hole. So it's like crisis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or we went to a fourth dimension. Like if if you believe in a fourth dimension, there's mm. an end date and a start date. Right. It's one of these things where I can get behind this because there. This is a conspiracy theory that I feel like you can believe without necessarily having to alter any of your views. Because you'd be like, the world's been shit since 2012. I I buy this. Okay, we are on the last theory. That was that was number four. That was like a, the tie-in with four. Oh, okay. Well, I tied in because I didn't really want to write anything about it because I said we'll talk about the time traveling guy right. on another episode. Okay, so number five, the fucking meat and potatoes. This is it. The Mayans were goddamn right. So, the Mayans had multiple calendars and it concluded with this long count. Okay? The countdown? Sure. Okay. It's the final countdown. Here. Final right countdown. Here. Okay, so the very first Mayan calendar, called Calendar Round, had two overlapping annual cycles. There was a 260-day sacred year and a 365 secular year with 18 months and 20 days. Every 52 years counted as a single interval mm-hmm. or a calendar rock. And after each interval, it would reset. Mm-hmm. 
So the Mayans realized far, far, far long ago, obviously because they've been around forever, they needed something for chronological um, things that happened or to relate events with wide spans of time between them. Because they really didn't have that with the way that they were numbering their system before. Sure. In 300 BC, Mayan priests developed the long count, which identified each day by counting forward from a base point calculated to fall on August 11th, 3114 BC. So the long count shortened. It would finish on December 21st of 2012. Mm -hmm. There's a whole system. I'm not going over that because I don't understand math and math is hard for me. Their math was crazy too. Like it was very complex for the the for the time. Like when we sit there and think about these... Same thing with Egyptians. Those dudes were fucking crazy genius. Or in, in, innovative, rather. Yeah. So back to the point where it's like people aren't innovative anymore. It's like, look at the, look at these people. These people were making some crazy shit way before people in, you know industrialized it and modernized it. Like the battery. Mm-hmm. Like Egyptians made batteries. They were crap. But they existed. They still have them, yeah. They existed. Um, so there's, I'm sure, plenty of things that we might be able to, you know, like space lasers. Mm-hmm. Like, we're never probably going to get to space lasers in our lifetime. We're never getting to Star Wars. But you look on, like, you go on YouTube and someone made a lightsaber. It's a plasma laser where it's, like, so hot that it is 100% capable of cutting things. It's not lightsaber level where it's, like, I can cut a... You know, steel door with a one swing effortlessly. But We're getting there. the dude melted steel like it was butter. You know, he cut it like it was butter. And it was laser sword shaped. But he had to have a freaking like propane tank on his back. Like the Ghostbusters. <laughs> but uh Hank Hill was proud of this. <laughs> but uh, you know, that someone made a freaking lightsaber. It's not perfect, but that doesn't mean we can't perfect it. So the long count calendar ended on December 21st of 2012. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that we have this idea that it's the end of the world mm-hmm. was supposed to happen was that there was a loose translation due to time wearing on this archaeological site that had a prediction. Mm-hmm. So again, people that like studied Mayan culture from now, unlike Latin and Roman culture, which kind of, you know, continued on, right. Mayan culture didn't. So it sat stagnant, and you have the elements of the earth just destroying archaeological sites that have writings. Right. You fall into the civilization that was ancient and un- vastly unknown, <laughs> and you have to kind of, like, decipher what was going on. Yeah. It's like the dinosaurs. It's like dinosaur bones, you know? It's like, what do dinosaurs look like? Like, no one knows. There's no proof of what they look like. Like, we're getting closer with science and finding more information or whatnot. Sure. But, but that you're, you're in this... You're in this predicament where it's uh, difficult to you know piece the puzzle together basically yeah so talking about that loose translation of that archaeological site but it had a prediction of an event involving bolan yokti i'm sure i'm pronouncing this mayan god wrong <laughs> however this mayan god is the god of creation and war mm-hmm. bolan yokti that's okay. totally pronounced wrong yeah it's probably wrong <sighs> so there have been scholars since like these original loose translations that are like, hey, I studied this more. There are other possible ways this could be translated. Just like the King's James Bible. Hmm. But these other translations, these fancy people with doctorates, um, have translated that really the end of the long count was the start of a new era. And not really destruction. Hmm. So the God... Lost in translation. Yeah. Well, the Mayan God is a... He's the god, like, Bolognotti is over creation and war. So we didn't really start a war in 2012 that I can remember. 
But it also doesn't mean that we didn't just like continue wars on or whatever, however they wanted to interpret that. Sure. I mean, the Mayans lived in present day Guatemala. I mean, I don't know. Right. Maybe crazy stuff happened in Guatemala in 2012. And me being American, I'm very self-centered. I don't know what's going on in the world half the time. Right. If you look at it as the other part of his title, which is creation, mm-hmm. maybe we did create a new universe. Through sheer we, will. And we got pushed into another plane. Right. And that's why you have a lot of people that have the Mandela effects, or you're seeing animals and you're like, this doesn't make sense. And again, we'll talk about these on another episode. So this is like a part one of like a part seven series. Basically. Oh, shit. We're getting to, uh, you know, the series now. I mean, this is, this, is, this is a series already, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, this is a series in a series. Mm. Mini-series. It's a mini-series. Out of, like, all the conspiracy theories that we've talked about, and other than my fascination with JFK conspiracy theories that I kind of, that I totally 110% believe the government was involved in. This one's along the lines of the, uh, it's not, like, completely insane. It's more like, I mean, the Mayans were probably like, this is the end of the world 100%, and there's no one can tell us otherwise, because they're... But that's they're, when their calendar ended, but it also didn't mean that they didn't just reset it. Because right. it was so long in advance, right. they also thought they were going to be around that long. Right. They definitely did not uh, <laughs> account for that. Um, but this is what I was saying was this one is very similar to the um, the multiple, or like the center of the earth type thing, or the center oh, of the world type thing, where it's like we're... Concave and convex Yeah, well, it's like we're not, uh, we're not just a planet there's a planet inside of us type stuff and it's like yeah. that's it's that's coo- that's a little cuckoo for cocoa puffs but it's like at least they're using a trying to use science to prove it instead of being like just wild outlandish remarks you know yeah out of all of the theories so far that we've talked about this is the one that i i feel that if you believed in i couldn't make fun of you. unless you're like killing in the name of Ending the world on yes, my like if you're being violent doomsday. or doomsday like doomsaying or stuff. Sure, then that's a little. But uh, if you believe that there was that we're in a simulation or that we're in a parallel universe, go for it. Crazy. I'm not going to tell you that you're wrong because this is hard to prove. You can't prove yes or no. It is outlandish to think that. Yes, I'll agree with that. Like thinking that we're in the Matrix is a little weird, but. People have weird, like, out-of-body experiences and stuff like that. Like, weird, yeah. weird types of unexplainable things. And we have deja vu. Deja vu, so that's another one of them. If mm-hmm. we're in a simulation, deja vu makes sense. Right, where you feel like you've been here before, and mm-hmm. maybe you have. And, you know, or like the uh, people that feel like they've lived an experience before that they've never... Uh, or they were a past person. Or a past person, that's, that's what, that's what I meant to say. Or, right. Like, children saying weird stuff that children shouldn't even understand. But yeah, so that is the, uh, the how the world ended in 2012 and the many theories of how it ended. That's crazy. I mean, I wouldn't say that all any of the theories are just straight baloney, but the idea that these things are a little more grounded is plausible. It's not like trying to say the Earth's flat. It's like, there's so much stuff to prove you otherwise, bro. And you're still saying something outlandish. The thing with these theories that like, oh yeah, the world ended. It's like, clearly it didn't. But I'm not saying the world like blew up. You know, clearly it didn't. But are we in some sort of like, you know, bonkers delusion, like a mass delusion or like you said, we get zipped to a different plane of reality and we're such an insignificant speck within the universe that we don't even notice, you know? That's how can you prove that? But you can't disprove it as well. So that's the thing. Like you can spout nonsense whether it's true or not, but there's no harm in it uh, in this particular case. 
because our, 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 our yeah like our perspective of reality hasn't changed at all take this conspiracy theory and throw it out the window and no one would even bat an eye because it doesn't affect you know most of reality yeah uh, it's not like saying the earth is flat and being like trying to start like a cult about it yeah. you know, that's one thing like, these weirdos this would do their hurt, stuff. Yeah, like, this doesn't endanger anyone's lives. So I think, again... Unless there are people out there that are doing that, then stop. I like this one. This was a good theory. Yeah, this one's more up my alley with a being uh, not only science-based, but also mainly, like, cosmic. I mean, there's some non-cosmic stuff with, like, the simulation stuff, but, like... That's it's like cosmic beings. Still, it's stuff that's, like, almost, like, scraping the barrier of, like, science fiction. Yeah. And I'm more inclined to believe that type of stuff where it's like it might be supernatural or sci-fi or however you want to call it in concept. But we maybe as a humanity as a, a whole just hasn't reached that point of understanding that, that what's happening. And we're just meandering through the, these events that are occurring, if there are occurring, you know, just to uh, humor the, the theory that we just don't understand what's happening. And maybe there are stuff that's, that's happening, but we just, it's not affecting us in any way. You just mentioned fourth dimension, right? I like this perspective and like kind of explanation where it's like, imagine a universe that is two-dimensional and you cannot perceive the third dimension. Yeah. We're like gods to a two-dimensional world because they can't see us or understand or even comprehend us. So what's to say there's a fourth dimension that we as three-dimensional beings can't comprehend or even understand that's a big theory i mean that's a whole, a whole that's a whole philo- philosophical idea in itself yeah. but i thoroughly enjoy that type of like critical thinking like crazy thinking it's not i wouldn't say it's crazy it's but it's definitely more out there yeah, yeah it's, it, 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 it's out there it, it's theory theoretical stuff but you know it's like obviously there's no two-dimensional world that exists uh but if there was then a third dimensional two-dimensional viewing point wouldn't be able to perceive a third dimension as we can't perceive a fourth dimension or beyond that um so i don't know it's just very interesting stuff with you said pseudoscience and it kind of is um because there's no way of proving it but it's still science yep well i think that's going to conclude today's episode fun i didn't have to mention mole men once (laughs) well this has been but have you heard about conspiracy theory edition as always i'm courtney matt here woo woo And we hope you have a fabulous rest of your day. Bye. Bye.